Welcome to the G3 Podcast. I am Virgil Walker. I'm here with Josh Bice, Scott Annual. We're excited to, for, to have you join us for this particular episode of the podcast. This wraps up the year for us. That's a great intro. Thanks, Virgil. brother. Should we, should we tell them that you put our names down on your pad just so you wouldn't See, forget? See, you don't have to put all of my secrets out there, man. <laughs> working all season on this, on this intro. You're I have. Good. I have. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. No, I have to write things down. I'm getting of the age. To where I have to write things down. Well, I don't have to write your names down. I just do. It's just a part of my process. I get it. Yeah. Very yeah. good. You're good with that? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, anyway, back to back to what's important, which is you and uh, the listener. Wanted to c- connect you all with what we've got going on, what, what, with what we've had going on for all of 2023. This particular episode uh, will be our la- the last episode for us for the year. However... Stay tuned, be connected, because we'll have some messages, some additional messages uh, to share with you going out of uh, this year that you'll want to you'll be listening to, you'll want to be plugged into, you'll want to share uh, with others. As we think about um, 2023, mm. we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I was, I was mentioning uh, as, as we got set up to Laramie, December 1st, Josh, I don't know if you remember, 2020 was was my hiring day. Yes. So yeah, yeah for me it'd be three years that I've been here at yeah. G3. So this is a big week for you. It's a big week yeah, for me because something happens tomorrow. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna talk yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about getting older? Yeah, I am getting older. <laughs> At this point, birthdays, I try to hide yeah. those. I don't even talk about I was going to ask the, the music guy if he would lead us in happy birthday. No, so, we don't have to do any. No, please. We're just going to leave that. the whole thing alone. Good. We're just going to move right on. <laughs> the music guy kind of quashed all of that, right? Mm. Laying, laying that out there. Mm. That said, uh, man, we're excited. We've we've had a uh, this is kind of indicative. We've had a fun year. Yeah, it's been a joy filled year, uh, a year of just a lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of energy, a lot of focus, a lot of accomplishments, a lot of things to think about. And so, we just kind of wanted to take some time to 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 connect, to think through, to reflect, and really to give thanks to God for what took place. But uh, Josh, as we think about twenty twenty three, kind of some goals that we had early on and uh, and the like. How, how would how do you see this? How, how would you set things up? for us to have the conversation. Yeah, I think there are multiple layers to go through. I think, first of all, you talk about, you know, G3 Ministries, the transition that we've made. I think, you know, as I look at the team that the Lord has built here, uh, of course, uh, you, you guys are a, a genuine reflection upon the the answer to much prayer mm-hmm. as the Lord has brought together men, also men behind the camera over here like Laramie and others who work diligently to reach the goals that we have. And ultimately, these goals are not just to see a studio built or to, you know, see a press, you know, ministry developed or whatever it might be. But ultimately this ministry exists for the strength and the health of local churches. Mm-hmm. And so every day when you guys get up, you know, my role is a bit different, but when you guys get up and you come into the office, you're laboring on behalf of local churches far and wide. And so this is, you know, a wonderful thing to see. And so, you know, just looking back at this last say, 12 months or so, um, and, and even you know beyond that just a bit, you're able to see what the Lord has done here in the life of G3 Ministries, and it's just an extremely encouraging thing to see. Yeah. But then beyond that, of course, we have other goals. You know, we have conference goals to reach, 
and those goals are, are, are far beyond, as we've discussed in other podcasts, far beyond just reaching, you know, numbers in terms of attendees in a seat. Right. But ultimately spiritual goals and that sort of thing. Right. And then for us to be able to say, you know, we're, we're, we're engaging in various different spheres. Uh, as Scott has been laboring diligently, he's going to talk to us, I'm sure, about the books, a great stack of books that he has over here and resources. We've been engaged in a lot of different projects this year. Mm-hmm. It's taken a lot of time and energy. Uh, but I do believe, e- even this morning, just as an example of that, you know, I see cessationists there on the top of that that book pile. And, you know, I was at my men's group this morning, and there was a man sitting there who had recently reached out to me, met me for coffee, because he's coming out of the charismatic movement. Mm-hmm. And he, he had seen the film, and he wanted to just talk more about it. He lives, you know, north of the city. Mm-hmm. Well, this morning, he's at my men's group with, you know, 20 other men sitting in a bagel shop. Mm -hmm. And so just a wonderful thing to see. But also, you know, G3 Ministries exists for the strength of of local churches. And so when we're able to engage in these projects, whether it be books or resources or documentaries or whatever it might be, that's for the health and the strength of local churches. Mm But we also engage in polemics at times, too. So we're going to push back against ideas that we see that are facing the church. Right. Uh, we've you know, uh, addressed issues like Christian nationalism this year, and so we can talk about some of those things. But obviously, this has been a, a big year, yeah. and we have some really big goals moving forward as yeah. well. Yeah, it's been exciting for, for me from the p- position I, I sit in. And, and again, whenever, the, whenever we have a year where— uh, where a national conference is 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 at in front of in front of us as a as a team, um, you know it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort uh, to pull it all together. But e- even as that is kind of kind of looming, uh, and, and I mean in the best way, just from a standpoint of the magnitude of what of what we do, we're constantly pulling other other things together, other ideas together. You know, G three plus, and we're talking about all the different things that we could push out. Uh, kind of Scott, speak to us a little bit about kind of your area and what you kind of look through uh, as you as you thought about twenty twenty three, and maybe some of the things that, that you were able to accomplish. Yeah, I, I feel like twenty twenty three is it was an exponential growth year. Like we started to expand on you know ten years of conference. Yeah. In in twenty two, started publishing, started expanding some of the content, but I really feel like this past year things just really exploded. Yeah. Big projects like the cessationist uh, project, which which is not done right. We have a, a teaching series coming next year, conference, and all of that. So we're continuing to engage in that project, uh, continuing books, of course, um, but even something bigger like like a hymnal, which is a much bigger project, uh, which was exciting to see this year. And then, uh, to me, really, the, the the fruition of our dreaming and working for two years is what we launched with G three plus, and that's mm-hmm. exciting. And that's that's I feel like we we just launched that. We a lot of build up and work toward that. I think that's that's the thing that's going to really explode now mm-hmm. into the next year. We've got big plans for for uh, media, teaching series, other content that's going to be included in G three plus. So I just feel like each year. Uh, there's, it's not just a gradual growth. It's almost an exponential growth. And again, like you said, Josh, it, it's all for the strengthening of local churches and Christians. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me is the most encouraging thing. When we get emails or contact on social media or actually in-person you know, contact, whether somebody 
you know, happens to come to to church that's a that's been following G three or benefiting or or at a conference, and we hear stories of how these resources are being utilized, mm-hmm. how they're they're an encouragement and a strengthening to families and churches. We love to hear that kind of thing because that's exactly why we do it. Yeah. Ultimately, we're doing it for God's glory, but the way that we glorify God through this ministry is through equipping and yeah. strengthening. God's people, yeah. and so when we hear about that, that's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. In fact, I, I heard just today. I, I love the end of the year. You know, about December, it typically happens, but they'll start talking about what the word of the year was, and they do all of these, mm. yeah. you know, statistical analysis on the searches for specific words. Twenty twenty three, the word of the year is authenticity, mm. and that's probably driven because of the rise of AI and mm-hmm. other you know things that we see in the culture. Mm-hmm. When you think about authenticity, one of the things I think about about G3 Ministries is that we're not seeking to, you know, be a fake ministry that has a facade that's out here, but then behind the scenes there's a different agenda. Right. I really think, honestly, that's one of the reasons that people are drawn to this ministry mm-hmm. is because it's what you see is what you get. Right. I mean, if you meet us for coffee, we're going to be the same over coffee as we are at this table mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get a, you know some sort of a weird agenda that's being driven behind the scenes. Right. Uh, what you see us publishing and promoting is what we stand for. It's what we believe, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I just think that a lot of people in the church, in the average church across evangelicalism, they're hungry for authentic ministries that they can trust. Yeah. I think that that's what they see in G three. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. One of the things as I as I thought about kind of the the uh, the calendar turning the page on January and February of 2023. Uh, at the beginning of that, I, I'd say in, in my mind, I, I began to think about momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that was because, you know, I, I was, you know, of course, looking at numbers. I, you guys know how, how I track the numbers and what's going on. And, and we began to witness just from the G3 audience just an excitement about the 2023 conference. Mm-hmm. And so built into that was just kind of a record-breaking January time frame, February time frame, right, as the, as, as the price change for the conference began to happen. It told me a couple of things. One is that more and more people are hungry for what we're delivering, right, for solid biblical teaching, for sound theology, um, and, and they want to be a part of, of, like you said, Josh, a, a ministry that has authenticity, uh, that takes the word seriously, that takes the sufficiency of Scripture uh, to, to heart uh, and the like. And so seeing that really drew excitement, and I think from that, we just began to see a momentum build with all of the additional things that, that we had going on. Uh, early in the year, we had uh, our very first women's uh, expository teaching uh, workshop. Um, that thing, as soon as it opened, within hours, you know, it it was it was for the most part sold out, uh, and people were beginning to ask when, when's the next one and where's the next one, and uh, you, you, again, everywhere we were beginning to turn, just seeing the excitement and the momentum and the push in some other areas. We you know we do the conferences, you know, provide oversight for the workshops for for, for women now and uh, and for the men the the, the biblical uh, expository uh, teaching or preaching workshops. A mm-hmm. um, lot of folks getting involved, traveling all over. Uh, you know, you you went up uh, up north uh, a ways Wisconsin, yeah, up in Wisconsin yeah. and uh, did your thing there. We had a, a number of different ones. We had we had wor- worship workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well that folks are engaging and and we're we're getting more and 
more, again, the momentum begins to build as people say, hey, can you bring that out where we are? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not realizing it takes a little bit of effort uh, to pull something like that off. But uh, we're just seeing a momentum with all of the things that we hear about in evangelicalism as as things are you know ever growing darker, challenges are afoot, uh, uh, push back to what we believe. We're also seeing those who are serious about, about their faith, that, that are serious about the word, that are serious about theology— are, are finding us here at G3 uh, and, and are partnering, connecting with us. So that's exciting. It's see. interesting you use that word. I was just telling you guys, you know, about a conversation I had yesterday with one of the publishers who was at our conference who was just saying how much optimism, I think he even used the word momentum and excitement that was at the national conference. Mm-hmm. He could, he's, he's someone on the outside, but who knows ministry, who's involved in a lot of different ministries, who just sense that sort of thing, people hungry for the word, mm-hmm. Uh, he just expressed his encouragement, people coming up even to you know, the bookstore and just being willing to stretch a little bit and say, hey, maybe I should read a little Van Til or you know, some pe- people interested in reading more theology yeah. who might – that might not be their background. But there is, I think, as the culture gets darker mm-hmm. and as people recognize uh, forces in the culture now opposing the church, they're recognizing the need to gird up – their knowledge of the scriptures, their knowledge of sound biblical theology. And again, that's what we're about. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the, the needs that we're filling, and yeah. that's exciting to see as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, Scott, tell us a little bit about this past year and what G3 Press has been yeah, able to Yeah, so uh, we're, we're, our goal is, on average, about a book a month that we're publishing, and we reached that goal. In fact, we've got one. Our final book of the year uh, is released. Well, when this po- podcast drops, it'll be the end of this week, that our final book of the year, uh, which is on the issue of, of sexual abuse, how to deal that through the gospel, a wonderful sort of pastoral tool for anybody to think through that, uh, dip, what could be a— often is a difficult subject. So that comes out this week as the podcast drops. Uh, But a number of things that came out this year, uh, one of our most popular books was the first one that came out in the year, and that is Marriage to a Difficult Man, which we always uh, joke about the the title. Um, But this is about uh, Jonathan and Sarah Edwards' marriage, a wonderful book, wonderful devotional book for, for men and women. Uh, that that was uh, very popular during the year, and I just I just want to run through these because you know one of the values of this podcast is there might be somebody listening who doesn't know about one of these books, right. you know. So um, we also had uh, my book on on the Psalms come out, Musing on God's Music, uh, wonderful little book by um, Jacob Tanner, which actually is currently being translated into Spanish. Um, because this is a big issue I've heard in the Spanish uh, evangelical community, why Sally can't preach. Of course, that was a big issue this year with the issue of, of women women in ministry, women in pastoral ministry. Uh, that's a significant book. Uh, uh, David Schrock's Dividing the Faithful, uh, important book dealing with, you know, dealing with uh, Divided by Faith, which is an older book, but which really has split a lot of churches and, and infiltrated a lot of churches with uh, unbiblical ideology. Uh, wonderful devotional book on Philippians by Sean Cole. Uh, one of our board members and friends, Chip Thornton. Wonderful book, point to point preaching. Yeah. But we often recommend this. This is good for anybody in terms of principles for Bible study. The last couple chapters deal with the issue of preaching itself, but most of it is just how to rightly divide the word of truth. Uh, So that's been been very well received. Uh, The War on Words, excellent book by uh, South African pastor David DeBrain, one of our network pastors. Of course, Cessationism by um, Tom Pennington, which is included in the deluxe edition but can be purchased on its own. Really, I've been telling people this is the the new standard 
for a biblical, clear, easy-to-read biblical defense of the doctrine of cessationism, which, again, is going to be one of our main focuses this year. Uh, Citizens in Exiles uh, published this year as well, and then our, our journal, which we publish every year, which is a little bit more academic but deals with important topics and I encourage people to take a look at that. And then really, again, what I, what I mentioned earlier, one of our biggest projects was, uh, was the new hymnal, uh, Psalms and Hymns of the Living God, all 150 psalms, at least one setting of each psalm, in some cases more than one, and then uh, hymns, ancient and modern, in the hymnal section. Very well received. Our church uses this. Several churches have already bought it, more interested in this as well. And so this has been uh, exciting to see, uh, too. So, again, you know, we don't just publish books to publish books. We don't publish books to fill bookshelves. Uh, we want people to read these, and we've been encouraged by the feedback we've received from these. Um, you know, when I look at sales of books, my primary reason for even looking at that is not, you know, how many books have we sold, how much money have we made, but I'm interested in how many people yeah. Yeah. are benefiting yes. from these resources. Yes. And, and the money, you know, we, we don't, we're not rolling in the dough, right? The money that comes in from sales goes back into the production of more resources. Yeah. That's why we do what we do. We would, we would love to give away all of these things for free, but they're not free to produce, and we want to funnel money back into continuing to produce more resources. And so we're excited about uh, the next year's docket of books as well and, and just continuing to, to produce things that are helpful to people. As I, as I think about the, the lineup that you have uh, I think what what's the stamp in my mind, the image in my mind is as as you were putting together psalms and hymns to the living God, coming into your office Ugh. and seeing you know all of the psalters and hymnals everywhere, all the hymnals and things, and and hearing you kind of tune up and try to <laughs> try to make sure everything was 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 all put together. So I, I had that image of that of that coming together in my mind, and so it was it was a joy to to get it in hand, yeah. right? To to see the kind of the the, the the sausage making process, if mm-hmm, you will, to, mm-hmm. to getting it all put together and then seeing it and so there, there was a i mean for me again just just tremendous gratitude and even even pride for for the work that went into i know yeah. you work with laramie and work with with uh with matt and at sykes and, and and just just putting that together it was a lot of work that you guys invested and it's great we, we use it on sunday mornings and sure. we get an opportunity to enjoy that the other thing that that uh that, that i think about with with all the books that 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 are put together are how they're being used. You mentioned, you know, hey, we're not thinking about how many are sold here or there, but really getting them into the hands of, uh, you know, of, of believers. All of what we do, Josh said it earlier, is, is for the edification of, of, of local churches. When I think about our books in particular, I love how how what I do in the area of of conferences works hand in hand mm-hmm. with the books because we're we're drawing large audiences right. to us, right? Uh, and then wanting those pastors and 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 lay people to to know that these are resources that we have that we want them to go back into you know their local churches and utilize. So those are all good things. Yeah, yeah. yeah a couple of things. Uh, so we're going to talk about G three Press, yep. but also um, G three Plus, yeah. which goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So you know. Again, as we think about the hymnal, the Psalter and hymnal there, um, one of the uses for that could be family worship. Yep. You know, you purchase that, have it in your home. You can uh, use G3 Plus app. Mm-hmm. We have everything there uh, recorded in, in audio format so that you can accompany your singing in your home. So that's a really good tool. So if you're yep. looking for something for family worship, that's a really good tool. But also the journal. 
So although sometimes the journal flies under the radar mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, promoted as, you know, a, a lot of, you know, typical books would be, what's the importance of someone, say, common, everyday Christian in the local church getting that journal, yeah. accessing the journal through the website yep. and just reading it, even though it might be a little bit more academic, what's yeah. the benefit? Yeah, of that? absolutely. Yeah, and you make a good point too. This is, the journal is in print format, but it's as free on the website as well, yeah. all the articles. So, you know, typically what happens, and this has happened through the history of the church, big theological shifts for good and for ill typically happen first among the theologians and in the academy. So that's why we, you know, most of what we do is for pastors and for average people in the pew. But we, because we recognize those kinds of shifts that have occurred through church history, uh, we've we've recognized the need to have a voice in that. And of course, that's that's kind of my history as being in academia, and I've edited journals in the past. And so, uh, so we we committed to that, where we where we have other scholars, um, theologians writing articles on various important topics, but uh, but really, mo- you know, there are some journals that are very technical. Very, I mean, I even have I mean, we don't want to wade through you know uh, the articles. Our journal really is kind of a middle of the road, I would say, journal. They are more academic. They're scholarly. They're dealing with important issues, sort of in the theological academy. But they're still readable, and we make it make it a point to to make those articles read, readable. And so, I would encourage certainly pastors, uh, and even you know those who are not in, maybe in pastoral ministry, but who recognize or who want to be on top of what are the issues facing the church, because they're going to hit the academy first before they sort of trickle down into the churches. Those are the kinds of things that we're dealing with in in the articles in the in the journal issues that that are are coming down the road um, or that need to be dealt with in a in a robust theological biblical way and so there there you know uh, there's different articles have a, have different levels maybe of readability but they're all pretty readable yeah. and again all free on the website you can read the articles there but if you want to have you know the print version that's available as well so yeah that's a good point any yeah. anybody really should should read them yeah. Yeah. and it's one more point because we will get to G3 plus 2 but just as a reminder to folks, and maybe folks don't know, every single book that we publish is available in an ebook format right in uh, G3 Plus. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's well, a great benefit. Let's just dive into it now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 2023 was a big year, but one of the biggest, you know, projects that we engaged in was the transition from the typical G3 app that we've right. had sitting there. It's usable, had, you know, media content, conference archives, but then we we published this new app, which is really an update, but then went beyond that. And of course, it's G3 Plus. So talk to us a little bit about why it is that, you know, every single person that's, you know, uh, you know, a G3 attendee and everyone who subscribes to this podcast should actually subscribe to G3 Plus. Yeah. So, so G3 Plus really is becoming and will increasingly be in the years to come the sort of hub of the content that we're producing for for churches. Again, we're going to continue to produce print books. Uh, we believe in print books. We we like to hold print books in our hand. There's value, but but we, but these books are available in in the app. Audio book formats uh, increasingly. We've got several already. More are are currently being produced right there in the app. And and you mentioned it's an upgrade to the to the older app. 
it's it's a, it's a much more user friendly experience, much more enjoyable experience across all platforms. Uh, you can open it up on the web at plus.g3min.org or on iOS or on Android, iPad, you know, all of it. Uh, soon coming to Roku and even Apple TV. Yeah. So that that's coming soon. Um, but just an, a, a, a really enjoyable experience. You can download content to your devices or you can just stream it directly from the web. You can save, you know, the save save content, all of that. So that's really becoming the hub. But one of the benefits, and I've, as I've talked to people about G three plus, I like to put it this way: the 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 real, um, I think, benefit of the G three conference over the years, which you alluded to earlier, one one of the great benefits is that the G three conference has brought together like-minded men and ministries who who we want to recommend and say, these are men you ought to listen to. These are ministries you ought to listen to. Well, we're doing that with G3 Plus as well. It's not just G3 content right. that's in the G3 Plus app. It, it is, and all of, and we're going to be producing more. But we're also partnering, and we've got more relationships that are coming soon with other trusted ministries who are also producing content and including their content in the G3 Plus app as well, ebooks, audiobooks, documentaries. Uh, you like how I said that? I'm, I I've been working That's on my it. pronunciation. That's um, an improvement in 2023. Well, yeah, 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 2024 will be a big year for my pronunciation <laughs> of docu- documentary. Uh, you know, all of all of these teaching series. You know, we got ju- uh, things from Justin Peters. Mm-hmm. Some, some wonderful uh, um, uh, material in in sure. in the app. Yeah. Again, all for the same goal, yeah. right? But 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 bringing together in one place and and to be sort of a reform, a trusted biblical reform media yeah, hub. Yeah. Is totally our goal. agree. Yeah. Yeah. And another benefit which you alluded to is that a lot of the conference archives are going to be available at YouTube on right. our YouTube yep. channel. Right. So subscribe to that as well. But you're going to see commercials there. You're going to see mm-hmm. other things there. This is a clean. Uh, user experience, yeah, right. but also we live in an age, people have asked us, why did you do this? Well, we, we, we've done it for several reasons. We believe it's going to be a great tool for the church, but we live in a cancel culture era, mm-hmm. and we have to protect this ministry from you know being canceled. We, we could wake up tomorrow, realistically, with the type of material and media content that we publish and have an email uh, in our box telling us from YouTube that our our channel's been canceled. Right. That could happen tomorrow. Right. So G3 Plus is a way for us to avoid that. Mm-hmm. We can still publish some material on YouTube, and we will continue to do that. But you're going to be able to uh, have a user experience that's far superior, mm-hmm. and you're also going to be able to partner with us in support of ministry that's going to be able to continue in the years to come. Yeah. To invest in Christians and churches far and yeah. wide. Yeah. As as I looked at it, as we were, as we've been talking about this since since I came on on staff, how can we do this? How can we do this? And then you know Scott comes along and really kind of lays out how we can put it all together. Uh, you mentioned the YouTube piece. I think most people who are in that space are recognizing that at any point they could either be you know deplatformed uh, altogether uh, or that the the revenue stream that they generate from that space is actually gone. 
Yeah. Uh, and so while that was that's been a great place where we can you know maybe add add a little bit of a of a boost financially it's 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 really minuscule what they actually <laughs> right. I mean it's not it's really not even worth talking about the, the small you know amount of money that they YouTube is making the money yeah right. YouTube, right. yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. <clears throat> but with that said this provides an opportunity for those who would like to partner with us mm-hmm. to do so and to have an incredible value add with all the books and materials that we're putting on there uh, you had mentioned to me before that that you know there's there are Greek and Hebrew classes mm-hmm. on there and all kinds of things for kids, for homeschool parents yep. uh, and the like, and, and with a whole lot more stuff That's to come. Growing, yeah. And so what you, you know, you mentioned what we're doing is we're trying to, we're trying to insulate ourselves a bit yeah. uh, from a cancel culture that would, that would try to monitor what we say and how we say, yeah, it. we don't want to be muzzled. We don't want to be, you know, given our marching orders by a God hating culture. So we're going to continue to do what we do and to do it for the glory of God, but we had to create a platform that we could do that on mm-hmm. and that we would be insulated at least to some degree uh, from that sort of cancel culture. Yeah, I think yeah. another related benefit is I love being able to hand to my teenage kids mm-hmm. an app yeah. and say, everything on here, enjoy it, benefit, learn from it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, they can go and watch sermons on YouTube or our content, but I'm, I'm always just as a father kind of, you know, concerned what, what, what's going to come up, you know, recommended to them after they watch a G3 sermon, you know, and of course we're teaching them how to be discerning and all of that, but, but to be able to hand them a source of content and say, learn, grow, and there's all sorts of things for all different age groups. And we're going to, you know, you mentioned, benefits for homeschooling. There's already things on there, but that's going to increase content for children. There's already some with catechism helps and music, but we're going to be growing that as well. Our goal is to reach every demographic from the pastor to the, to the youngest child with content that can help to lead them to Christ. We've even talked about putting, you know, classical kind of valued entertainment things. Maybe mm-hmm. look at cartoons or things that actually, you know, work in our favor. Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. De- definitely not VeggieTales. VeggieTales won't be on Well, there, and Scooby-Doo's but. out too because Scooby-Doo has a, a leftist agenda where they talk about <laughs> toxic masculinity Isn't now. that crazy? Oh, Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. That yeah. doesn't surprise me. It's, it, it's yeah. crazy. <clears throat> we'll be looking for that content, adding stuff to that all the time. That's kind of the, 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 up, the, the fun in our office. I mean, we, mm-hmm. trying to identify what ministries can we partner with, who can we look to and kind of bring in to help amplify what we're doing yeah. with, with G3 plus we were we fast and furiously were trying to get G3 plus ready to go get books published all all kind of aimed toward the the 2023 national conference uh, and and the explosion that happened uh, there and I, I don't mean that from a standpoint of bomb threats or anything like that mm. but uh, <laughs> definitely definitely the explosion of people the experience itself I mean I I as I even reflect on this year and all of those people that came and all mm-hmm. of the, uh, the folks we got to interact with, the ministries that we enjoyed, the, the, the exhibitors that participated, the sponsors who connected with us in partnership um, from all over, all over the country and around the world. It was absolutely I just love amazing. the kind of people that come. I mean, you yeah. mentioned the bomb threat and just we're so thankful nothing happened. But what, what's, what was really remarkable about that was the response of the people. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, they just rolled with it, yep. trusted the Lord. It was a conference on the sovereignty of God and came the next day. Yep. And, you know, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience that I think really did glorify God. Yeah. But, yeah. but just the excitement, energy, good attitudes, optimism, love for the Lord, love for biblical teaching, mm-hmm. fellowship. We always talk about the family reunion feel. Yeah. 
it was all there yeah. this year in droves. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Lot lot of fun, lot of lot of great moments. And we, we did a whole episode on that. I won't dive too deeply yeah. into that, except except for to say it was it was amazing. And what was amazing about it was 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 you all. I mean, every one of you that made the decision uh, to join us, to be a part. Uh, we don't take that lightly. Uh, we talk about it here and we want to make sure that we've that we're putting value into those experiences because we know you've you spent time away from your home, maybe off taking off from work, jumping on a flight, paying for tickets, uh, uh, purchasing, a, a, you know, registration, uh, getting in hotels. Mm-hmm. All of those things are things that you've made a decision to do to come join us and be a part of a, of a particular conference. We don't take that lightly. We take that very seriously and want to make sure that, that there's a value add to your investment with us. And so, again, we're, we, we know just from the feedback that we have received and continue to receive uh, that people were really excited. I'm already getting, uh, especially our exhibitors are already reaching out, wanting to, wanting to make sure they've got a space reserved for them for the next conference and, uh, and the like. But it was just an amazing, amazing time that we had. Really, Absolutely. really good. Yeah. yeah, this year's been a great year. We've seen, you know, a lot of controversies. We talked about Christian nationalism. We've written on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've addressed it. Uh, we've addressed other issues as well, uh, the uh, controversy surrounding women in ministry mm-hmm. and in the local church. And we've seen sort of both ends of that spectrum in two ditches you might want to avoid. Mm-hmm. One is the ditch of just opening the pulpits to women to serve and saying that they're created in the image and likeness of God as well as men. So just allow women to preach the word so long as they're not ordained to the office of elder. Mm-hmm. Then we've seen another ditch to avoid, which is, you know, this idea that women should never be teaching theology at all. And so we've decided to speak about that issue, not only in written form, but also by offering a workshop for women Mm -hmm. to actually learn how to rightly divide the Word of God and to actually engage in discipleship, not only in the home, but also in the lives of other women. Yeah. You're talking about that book, Point to Point Preaching, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I was thinking some, some of the same, you know, uh, processes, uh, hermeneutical processes that you walk through, same hermeneutics that you apply in that instance are also being applied uh, in the expository teaching workshops. Sure they are. Right. The, the difference is nobody's putting together a sermon to preach. Right. Uh, but, they're, but they're learning how to rightly divide the Word of God. Which is important because women are actually uh, to spend their lives and invest their lives in their children in their home, as well as in the local church, in the lives of other women. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in our own local church, we have women's groups where women are engaged in mm-hmm. studying the Word of God, and they gather together, and they teach. They teach you know, other women. They teach you know, their daughters and their granddaughters and other young ladies in the church. Mm-hmm. And, and this is modeled, by the way, in Titus chapter two, mm-hmm. and so we need to be, you know, taking that seriously in terms of the local church and how we approach the study of theology. And so we've decided to offer a resource in terms of a workshop that would help women in that area. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, uh, you were talking about earlier, Josh. You were talking about some of the some of the controversies around whether it was a Christian nationalism piece. Which one of the things that I appreciate about what you did as we e- even entered into that space was. At the end of 2022, 
you told us, here's some books I want you to be reading. Here's what, here's how I want you to prepare. Uh, and, and though, you know, we, we've gotten uh, kind of marred with, hey, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. We did the homework uh, because at the end of the year, you'll often say, hey, guys, before the year begins, there was a stack of books. You said, I want you guys to be reading these so that <clears throat> in the following year, we're able to we're able to jump in and, and talk about these things. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, even when we you know, engage in polemics here at G3, we're doing it through a lens that we're trying to be dealing with what's been published or maybe a sermon or a series of sermons that have been preached. You know, when we've talked about Andy Stanley, we didn't just throw rocks at Andy Stanley at random. Right. Uh, we actually were engaging in what he was saying in his sermons right. or in the context of his church right. or in the context of a conference that he was bringing into the life of his church. And the same thing has been true with Christian nationalism. Now, we've been accused of not dealing with certain people and what they have said, but but ultimately, our aim at the beginning was to just say, this is what's been written, this right. is what we want to talk about. And again, uh, through the lens of Scripture, and we might not agree with everyone on the subject, uh, but we're not seeking to demonize everyone that might disagree with us. Sure. But yet, I think it's it's worth noting that we believe that there's some inconsistencies absolutely, there. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's it's been interesting to watch that whole piece unfold as it did. And uh, you know, I, I appreciate those who kind of respectfully engaged us uh, on the on the subject. There was a lot of there was a lot of disrespectful engagement. <laughs> I'm sure others would say that about about us. And at, at the same time, uh, I, I think you mentioned earlier just the authenticity about who we are and what we're about. Out, uh, that we want to stand on the truth of Scripture as we as we know it, understand it, and 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 address those issues through a biblical lens. Sure. I think all of those kinds of things yeah, are important. Yeah, yeah. I'll just relate one thing related to that, and that ties into the kind of people who come to our events. Uh, one of our worship workshops in May um, met actually several men who came to the workshop who love G three, who love what we're doing, and one in, one in particular said, "I you know I lean more towards Christian nationalism, but I've appreciated." Your guys' caution. I appreciated the way that you approach it, and and still love what you're doing, and that's what we want to see, right? Yeah. We're not interested in everybody crossing their T's or dotting their eyes exactly the same way, but we want to engage in helpful conversation, yeah. and 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 then when we do see things that that concern us, uh, raise those things. Yeah. That's part yeah. of the authenticity that you were talking about earlier, Josh. That we're not just putting our finger in the wind yeah. and saying, which which way is the wind going? We're going to, you know, for for the sake of conference sales or for the sake of book sales, we're just going to follow the masses. Right. No, in some cases, we might have to say some things that some people don't like. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, we're going to do so in a respectful manner right. and in a thoughtful manner, and we're going to make mistakes to be sure. Right. But our goal is to stand for truth and to engage in biblically driven, helpful conversation for God's glory. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, as as things got, got kind of wrapped up toward the end of the year, we took a we took a kind of a, an additional trip. As, as it as it rolled out, I was I honestly was concerned because my thought was, man, we just did a national conference, and on the on the back end of that. Uh, we're about to head overseas. And Plus, you thought we were going to Switzerland. I did think we were going to Switzerland. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long ways to the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Flights might be a little cheaper, I guess, but that's a long way around. But we uh, we took our British Reformation tour, and fortunately, I think the whole way that it was designed was one that uh, that I got a chance to enjoy a whole lot more. Of, of course, I, I rode shotgun. You kind of led the led the charge on this one. Let me ride shotgun, kind of like we we did with the with the twenty twenty one conference. Uh, but man, it was an 
awesome, awesome time. Took a small group of folks uh, out with us and uh, went, went to Scotland and Edinburgh and uh, London and visited the sites of the, you know, of the reformers, those who had lost their lives and were martyred. Uh, very eye-opening and sobering. And really, um, for me, as I, as I reflect on what we did in that space, um, empowering, incredibly encouraging, uplifting, in fact, uh, to recognize there were those who've gone before us upon whose shoulders we stand uh, as, they, as they've as they pushed forward the cause and sake of Christ uh, in their day. And then it challenges us to say, how will we do the same in, in, in our day? Mm. Your thoughts about that? I just think that's part of, you know, the core and the foundation of this ministry and what we seek to accomplish, uh, again, from a teaching or even traveling in a tour you know, we're going to do more of those in the days to come. We've had plenty of people say, man, I wish I would have known about the tour or are you planning to do that again? And yeah. we are. Uh, we'll be making announcements about that in the days to come so you can look for those. But but ultimately, it's for the strengthening of, of believers. Mm-hmm. So as you walk in the footsteps, whether it's in the UK or Israel or wherever we may go in the future, it's uh, it's learning how to understand history and to know your place in history and then to learn from those who have gone before us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was trying to think, are there, were there any reformers in Hawaii? Is there kind of a, <laughs> a Hawaii, there's nothing, nothing in, no, no, no Hawaii. No. no. Okay. Probably well, it, it, yeah. well it's, it's not Switzerland. So <laughs> there's some uh, reforming that might need to happen in Hawaii. There so if you reforming. go and you end up being burned at the stake, then we could uh, take a we, mission, mission trip to Hawaii. Yeah, take yeah. a mission, take yeah. a mission trip there. there. We definitely need to look at Rome. That's something we need to kind of take a look at hopefully in the days. Yeah. To come, we've yeah. got a lot, a lot of plans. That said, man, we we are really excited about what took place. We've got some even larger plans for next year. Josh, I don't know how much you want to unfold in that space, man. I'll give you time to kind of wrap things up with thoughts about about this year. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I would just say, you know, again, this has been a big year. Thank you for the prayers and the support as we come to the end of this year. I would just ask that you continue to pray for us. Uh, the Lord has been very gracious to this ministry and. And that's uh, in part because of your support and your prayers for us. Uh, We do have many big goals lined up for next year, uh, projects that we're engaged in, as well as conferences and workshops. Mm. Uh, But we also have some missions, endeavors, and some other things that we would ask for you to consider, as well as educational goals. So I would just ask, you know, again, for people to pray for us as we think about all the big things that we have yet to announce Uh, but yet at the same time, we do need the support of the the individuals that believe in what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It goes without saying, none of this would be possible without your prayerful support uh, of what we do, with, without your financial support uh, of what we do. And so as we wrap up this year, put a kind of a, a bow on 2023, we definitely, from all of us here, we want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to uh, the podcast. Thanks for sharing it with others. Uh, all the ways in which you connect with us, we're incredibly grateful and want to encourage you to stay tuned, to look for ways uh, to, to to get to get information, whether it's the G3 uh, Plus app, uh, whether it's on our website, the information that we share there, all of it designed uh, to educate, encourage, and equip local churches for God's glory. So with that, we'll put a wrap on this. Look for messages from us as the year closes, but we're hopeful that you uh, and your family have a great holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, and we'll see you, Lord willing, in 2024. God bless.